2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hamill Casino. Fun above all else. The CF.
3: I like this. This is a new bed right here. 3 o'clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, not here. Matt Scravey is, though. Friar Friday, and uh, is Jerickson ready? I think he is. Yes. All right. Let's 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 hop to it. Joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline on this Friar Friday is none other than Jerickson Pro Far. Jerickson, as always, man. Welcome back. First of all, how are you, my friend?
4: Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very good. I'm doing good. Thank
3: you. Well, I mean, it, it didn't take much for you to kind of reacclimate yourself, man. You got back in the lineup. A couple knocks. A homer. I mean. Uh, how has it been being back in the clubhouse where it seems like you were so revered uh, before you headed to to Colorado? What has it been like being back with your guys again?
4: It feels great. It feels great. You know, just just coming back home it feels like home. <laughs>
5: Talking to Jerickson Profar, the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and you're one of my favorite Padres, Jerkson, because you play with uh, passion, and you're always having fun as well, but I was a little bummed that at the start of the year you weren't with the Padres, so when you, uh, was your intention to come back, or was it your, what was your mindset before the season?
4: Yeah, so, you know, I always, I always um, wanted to to come back, but you know, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work out. You know, I was, I was a little bummed, but you know, I still had to, to, to go out and 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 play baseball, in in Colorado. But you know, everything, nothing, nothing, um, nothing happened. Everything happened for a reason. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. back here and, and you know, ready to finish the the season strong.
3: Jackson, uh, you obviously spent majority of the year in, in Colorado. Let's talk about your experience there. Uh, you kind of got a late start because uh, how late you signed, got into to camp, and then uh, you joined the team uh, at some point during the season. Just just talk a little bit about you know your experience in Colorado. Uh, did you enjoy it? Did, was it was it tough being being there, uh, being not in San Diego? Just talk a little bit about that.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was. It was very tough, you know, obviously I spent the the last three years you know with with san diego with with a culture you know that I was used to, you know, and, and it's always tough when you when you go into another culture you know
5: yeah definitely is uh, always tough when you go to another culture in uh, in colorado is where you're at jerks and Profar, premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline now i am amazed that you're a switch hitter i'm amazed at all switch hitters because i could never do that and so i i wanted to ask you today how how did you learn how to switch hit or was it just something that came naturally to you or did you work on one side and then decided to work on the other side how did that come about
4: i think it, it, it came natural you know just Playing around with with friends, you know, when when I was little, hitting hitting the ball too hard on the right side, and <laughs> they always wanted me to hit lefty <laughs> when I play with friends. So that's that's how I learned.
3: Now, Jarekson Profar joins us, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan island. Jarekson, you're back with with uh, your guys, man. You're back with toddy uh, I know you and Bogey have a, a relationship as well. Uh, I, I mean, just. Having been away from it so long and been able to kind of talk to those guys a little bit, what 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 sense do you get of of what has gone wrong this season uh, with the ball club?
4: Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Obviously, because you know, I wasn't, I wasn't here. Yeah. But you know, I was, I was watching a lot of a lot of games. You know, always rooting for. For the guys you know they 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 are my brothers and i always rooting for them and you know i, I, I don't they do not play out the, the the way they they wanted this year so i don't i can't i i can't pinpoint anything because right. I, I wasn't here
5: yeah jerks Pro Far the premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline here for friar friday on gwyn and chris and when you came back here to the team, what was something that you did immediately when you got back with the team? Did you? I mean, what's your role with them for the rest of the season?
4: Um, just you know, just be ready for whenever whenever I play. You know, I was uh, I played some first base and and I DH the uh, the last game. So that's I think that's how I'm going to to play for. You know, just just ready for whenever I'm
3: playing jerks I just thought of this one, and it's been a topic of discussion, especially around Major League Baseball. We saw how much fun you guys had in the World Baseball Classic. The games were, were super entertaining. Um, for some guys, that transitioned into the season very well. They got off to good starts. They had, they had good seasons. For some guys, it didn't. Where are you at in terms of World Baseball Classic? Good for you as you go into the regular season, or are you lukewarm on it?
4: No, I think I think it's good. I think it's good, you know, for you. You know, that's, some some guys, you know, especially Latin players. You know, sometimes they 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 play winter ball. They
0: mm-hmm. play winter
4: ball before before the season th- started, and it, it helps them. You know, I think the the World Baseball Classic is kind of the same. You know
5: and Profar here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And Cabrian Hayes, I think it was either earlier this week or last week, he tweeted out a picture of a, a pitch that was called a strike when it was clearly <laughs> a ball. And he <laughs> said, please bring the automated balls and strikes system to Major League Baseball. What is your thought on that? Because I think everybody's going to be different, but what do you think about the, the automated balls and strikes? Do you want it, or would you like for it to stay out of the game? i, I got
4: to get back up I don't know. I play. I play with it a little bit when I when I had my 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 games in and Triple and, and, and for me personally, I, I like it. But I don't I don't okay. know if if the pitchers are going to like it. <laughs> <You
3: know? laughs> <laughs> Jarekson, did you did you play with the version of the challenge, or was it just straight? Both ABS? of them. Both of them. You played with both, both of them. them. Did you did you like one yeah, better than the other?
4: On the, both are good. Both are good, you know. Okay. Yes. I think it's 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 real, you know. But I think it's advantage hitters. Good. I think. You need some advantages <laughs> for the hitters.
5: Tony says good.
2: Yeah, uh,
4: you can't imagine a, a one-soto with that thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's going he's gonna, to he's, he's gonna have a, a thousand walk.
3: <laughs> yeah, no kid. he's gonna probably set a set a set a, a record a league record with uh with 200 walks uh, jerrickson hey man we we appreciate you coming on spending some time with us man thank you, you. Know you gotta get ready for the game uh thanks for coming thank on thank you guys thank you jerrickson thank you thank you. Pro far on the premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline save money the right way with premier chevrolet of carlsbad visiting today in the carlsbad auto mall chevrolet find new roads it's nice to have him back in san diego i love that guy it is, and he wasn't going to touch that question with a ten foot pole.
5: No, no, but you did a really good job of asking it, and I think we we talked about it before the interview, and I think we knew exactly what he was going to say. And it's it's true, it's fair. He wasn't here, so how does he know what happened?
3: No, he definitely doesn't. And, and you know, I, I I knew he wasn't going to be able to answer. It. I just thought maybe you know maybe he uh, had some conversations that he could share in terms of yeah. you know on the field what what had gone wrong but
5: it, it, it's always worth the ask i guess
3: it's a tough it's a and this is you know i am sure at this point it's it's circulating in that clubhouse and for those who you know may not read the paper uh at this point they they know what's 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 the topic of conversation um around san diego at this point uh, there's a lot of people who who feel like um who who have Manny's back on this you know, yeah, I, there are. just read the comments. There's a ton of, of folks who, who feel like, uh, I don't know, you know, I think they use the word hit piece. I don't know that this is a necessary hit piece because, as I said, Manny's quotes a name is, it. Name <laughs> is all, all in this article. But uh, it, it's certainly uh, an uncomfortable piece um, for sure. And it's bound to stir up, you know, something. We don't know if it's going to be good or bad at this point, but it's definitely something. Do
5: you um... – do you think we'll see any carryover in the game tonight? Do you think we'll see a, a lack of energy? Do you think we'll see more energy? Do you think we'll see the same energy?
3: I don't know that it's going to have a bearing on how they come out and, and play. At least I hope not. Yeah. You know, you hope that, you know, these things are are words written in a paper and they may have some weight to it. They may not. But you hope that once the seven, what time is the game today? 640. Once the six forty time hits and they take the field, that the focus is is baseball.
5: And I will say that I guess like things are bad in the clubhouse, and and it's but it's not completely broken because down the stretch here th- they have had some good wins. They just took two of three from the Dodgers, and the Dodgers weren't laying I, I th- down
3: by any means. Careful when we talk about the clubhouse and and saying that it's destroyed or that it's a mess. Um. They certainly have some issues that they have to address it seems like, um but families have same type of issues that they have to address. It doesn't mean that um things can't be fixed um and, and that you know the clubhouses in quote unquote shambles like I, I mean i don't I'm not in there a lot, but when I do go on to go down there, it's not as though you know. Guys are avoiding one another. You see conversations all around, which is why I say, you know, if if what Kevin wrote, and again I assume that there's no reason to not believe it, that these 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 said said players are going to have they 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 owe it to the rest of their teammates to have a real conversation because Kevin can write whatever he wants to write. Ultimately, that's still not going to be the thing that you know forces that conversation somebody's gonna have to take the onus and if they feel that way they're gonna have to have the conversation I don't, they, yeah, no matter how uncomfortable it may be just clear they, the air if, real quick if, if they actually feel that way
5: yeah, just clear the air real quick because it, I'm I'm that person that cannot sit in uncomfortableness. That's not a word, but I will be the awkward person that's like, all right, let's talk about this article because it's uh, clearly on everyone's mind or something like that. Remember, uh, when... Lineup is out, oh, by okay. the way. All right. Just
3: popped out. Um, Everybody's in it. Kim, Totties, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Capesano, Cooper, Batten, Azokar. Well, got to play it out. Seth Lugo on the mound. Uh,
5: Bob Nightingale was on with Coach earlier, or maybe, I believe he was on with Coach earlier, but Coach said that uh, Bob Nightingale was thinking it's 20% that Bob Melvin stays with the team, 80% that he's no longer with the team. I don't really know how you could put a number on it at this point, because I don't
3: think anyone knows. I don't even think the front office knows. Yeah, I don't think they do either. I don't think anybody, I I think, um, yeah, I I don't think, I don't think anybody knows at this point. I think it's just conjecture at this point to, to throw a percentage on there.
5: I think it's about 18.7% likely that, that Bob Melvin is fired. Uh, I know you got to get down to the clubhouse. So. Indeed. Um, We're going to have the daily gambit when we get back, just uh, brushing up on some of the uh, bets that we made over, last night and some of the bets I made for this weekend. So
3: Good. I hope I whooped you.
5: <laughs> uh, you did. Of course, always. All right, that's it uh, for. Da- or I was just about to say that's it for the You're daily gambit. I'm not signing off. A lot
3: of more show to go. Yes, we have a lot more show
5: to go. When we get back, we will do the daily gambit. But first, your traffic report.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
5: What a day, everybody. I uh, saw that article by Kevin the early this morning and um, did not expect for that to be what I was talking about today. Matt Scraby here, Gwyn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan, Gwynn and Scraby. Tony went down to the clubhouse to try to see what he could find. Um, and uh, I'm not sure what he'll find out, but he's going to text me and he's going to call me if there's anything, and he'll come on if there's anything that he wants to share with us here on uh, the rest of the show. We are going till about 535 because the Padres are up in Oakland taking on the A's. And the A's, uh, they have just lost 100 games. And so the A's are not very good. I think we all know that. But at this point in the season, I mean, it's kind of a, kind of a bummer that the Padres are playing the A's at this point in the season because they could have used those games a little bit earlier. But then again, who do I think that the Padres would win? I have no idea if they would win or not. But it would still, it would still be nice to face
6: the A's when they were still shot. But not anymore. Kansas City has a worse record than Oakland They lost two out of three at home to Kansas City.
5: That is true. That is true. The two out of three to Kansas City at the time, it was bad. It becomes more glaring as we go along because that was a critical point in the season. I think that was in, like, May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was after the whole um, Dodgers series where the Clayton Kershaw meme went up and then everything fell apart after that.
6: And those were games. Those weren't just losses. Those were games where the Royals said, "Here you go, you take it." Padres went, "No, you're our guest. Here yeah. you have it."
5: I think uh, there was a there was a bases loaded with no out situation in that game, and they weren't able to drive anyone in. It was very frustrating. Should've this have entire should have bunted. Everything everything has been extremely frustrating this season and uh, we're all in it together. We're going to take some phone calls here soon. So if you want to give your thoughts, eight three-288-0973. Lots to talk about. What do you think needs to happen in order to get this team back in the playoffs? Do you think this is a good thing that this is coming out? Maybe it's a, a public, get it together, move by some players. Do you think this can't be fixed? Do you think the team can go into next year with the same staff around the team? Personally, Tony and I talked about it, and I know that Tony uh, said that he doesn't necessarily think that anyone needs to go. I do think that this is indicative. Look at me slowing it down. Indicative. They. Oh, I thought it was so smart too.
6: You were That's very close, everybody. You were very, very close.
5: Indicative. Uh, I mean, this article is indicative of what's going on now. There's a couple things I think of. Bob Melvin. He's the manager, so you know he's in a tough position though because the established veterans in the clubhouse you kind of don't want to as bob melvin he doesn't want to he doesn't want to step on toes and so with the with the established veterans in the clubhouse it might be a little more difficult for him to you know have those kind of conversations earlier in the year um if he comes in and rules with an iron fist he could lose the team cuz i don't think that's how uh, I don't think that's how people work these days. Uh, I'm sure he wants the team to be himself th- themselves, but at what point does he step in? It's just, it's not as easy as saying he should dive in there and try to fix things, because interpersonal relationships are tough, and I think interpersonal relationships are kind of the most difficult aspects of human life itself, because uh, you know, everybody has feelings, everybody here at the radio station, Adam has to deal, our boss Adam, he has to deal with a bunch of different personalities, and he deals with us all in different ways and part of being a leader is figuring out how to deal with the different personalities like he he's he doesn't say anything mean to me because he knows i'll cry but he might say something mean to someone no i'm just kidding he never says anything mean he's very constructive but you get what i'm trying to say here you have to you have to handle people with different care And so maybe Bob Melvin should have done that. I said this last week and I think it it applies still, but early in the season, I don't think Bob Melvin, if there is a criticism from, from me, he didn't manage like the season was on the line. And I know that I said, Tony said, Chris said early in the year, there's still a lot of time. Things are going to happen. Chris kept saying water finds its level, but Looking back, and it's always easier to look back than to predict the future, but looking back, I really do think that they should have had a little bit more urgency in those games early in the year just because of of how the season was going at that point. People were confused as to why it was happening, but at the same time, there wasn't much to go off of because they weren't playing well at the time.
6: And we knew going into the season whether or not we wanted to admit it or not was one thing, but we knew that this team had problems, that there were problems with this team coming into the season.
5: No, Why were there problems with the team? I didn't know that. Seriously.
6: (laughs) Center field, first base, catcher. Oh, you're talking about position problems. Yeah, position. Oh, I thought you were talking about clubhouse. No, 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 not like that. Um, There were problems coming into the season as far as that goes. But what I think mostly – is is the issue is players have bad years that's true. players have bad years and it's inexplicable Mm -hmm. the problem is that everyone is having their bad year all at the same time that's that is a factor in this it's just it's inexplicable it's a part of baseball you just you're gonna have an off year and the problem is Everyone's having it all at the same time.
5: The problem, yes, the problem is is that they're all having it at the same time. And the problem is they spent a... Hey. Ton. I almost just swore. They spent a ton of money in the offseason on guys that are supposed to come in and are supposed to put up their numbers, no questions asked. That's what they're being paid for. And like you said, people do have bad seasons. It does happen. I fully believe that Xander Bogarts is going to come back next year and be a way better player than he was this year.
6: He also has that wrist issue that he's been dealing with. And after he got that shot, after the All Star break, he started hitting the way he did in April again. So that's that's been his biggest problem this year.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I mean Manny's problem this year has been he hasn't been able he well he's been injured a few times. He spent some time in the IL. He's also the elbow. he ha, yeah, the elbow's been hurting him. He got hit on the top of the hand. So everybody has injuries and and so as a whole, I'm not going to say, "Oh, well these guys are injured, so they that's why." Everybody deals with injuries, but a lot of the successful or the successful teams, they they learn how to deal with those injuries as they're playing.
6: But it's not even that. It's this team, they did not have Soto go down for an extended period of time. No, he's played almost
5: every day. He has played every game. day. Yeah,
6: Fernando's played every single day since he's come back. Manny, for the most part, has played every single day. He's missed some time, but he's been there every day. Uh, now you're seeing Snell go down. Bogarts is still deal with his Snell stuff. Snell go down? Oh, uh, you, Darvish, sorry. Oh. Um, Musgrove's been in and out all season. This team really has not been plagued by injuries the way other teams have. You're right. They're all coming now, which doesn't help. But back when you were starting to dig this hole, you weren't hurt. It was all of your starters were all there.
5: Well, then I go to A.J. Preller for that because A.J. Preller should have – had more options on the bench, more options in the minor leagues. Um, AJ, if we just talked about Bob Melvin and what kind of he's responsible for, but AJ built this roster, and he maybe, you know, didn't pay attention to some of the glaring immeasurables, like being a leader or having engagement or even, you know, dreams and goals as a team. Some of the like, w- one of the things in the article, it didn't necessarily say that everybody's an individual, but sometimes it does come out that they play individually but they're not that's not their collective goal is to be individuals it just happens but sometimes the dreams and goals of one player doesn't match with other players i believe that all of those guys want to win a world series well, of course i definitely do but i think maybe i'm a speaking out of turn but i feel like there should have been a little bit more consideration for what kind of clubhouse you were creating and I know, again, this is revisionist history. I will say it a million times because I didn't say any of these things heading into the season. But A.J. Preller, uh, he he didn't put them in a spot to succeed when things like injuries happened.
6: No, and that's that goes back to trading for Juan Soto. Now, Greg, I'm not saying it was a bad thing they traded for Juan Soto. But then say you get into the spot where Darvish goes down and Musgrove goes down. You don't have Cal Quantrill anymore. You don't have Mackenzie Gore anymore. Uh, Jay Groom if, didn't work out. If you if Bogarts goes down, oops, never mind. Shortstop, anyone play. Everyone on this <laughs> team plays true. shortstop. There's
5: many shortstops.
6: But say you don't have, say Fernando's gone for the year. You don't have C.J. Abrams to come back and play to play short. You don't have that depth anymore. And it's because of those big-name trades, those blockbuster trades. There's the good side to it, and there's also the bad side. And the bad side is you don't have that depth anymore.
5: And I know I'm criticizing a general manager of a baseball team that I've uh, and I couldn't do the job, but
6: I, I've played I've played Stratomatic before. You, oh just... wow, you
5: and Chris need to talk <laughs> during the pandemic, I don't know if you know this, but Chris uh, played like 57 Stratomatic games with the Padres so that we could have a game to talk about during the pandemic when nothing was happening in sports. We even like made box scores and we made recaps and all this other stuff. It was actually pretty fun. But I I, I do. I think that there maybe was a little bit too much focus on the shiny objects instead of trying to find some of those. This is going to be a really lame cliche or whatever it is, but you're, you're trying to find the the slightly shiny objects and clean into a shiny object. That was really bad. That was really bad. I think it probably a little bit But do bit you understand easier, what I'm saying?
6: I think an easier way you could have said that was maybe a diamond in the rough. Thank you. That could be a way.
5: Thank you. Uh, or a but, needle in a haystack.
6: Yeah, true. I... I said it, I I don't remember which show it was earlier this year. Oh, you're on so many of them. I I, I work all of them. You do? Um, I don't remember which show it was earlier this year, but I had said you spent $270 million on a fifth shortstop. You went after a shortstop who who said straight out, I'm not playing on the West Coast anymore, I want to go back to the East Coast. Who's that? Trey Turner. Oh, yeah. And then you sent a Hail Mary on Aaron Judge. Meanwhile I never even considered that really. Meanwhile, Verlander's coming off the board, uh Jameson Taillon's coming off the board. You have center uh Cody Bellinger with what he's done this season, he's coming off the board. First baseman Jose Abreu went off the board. They
5: tried a Jose Abreu. And look what he, he's having a terrible season, oh, he not has. A terrible he, season, he but he's having had a, a, bad a less year. than
6: stellar season. But the point of it is, you spent 270 million dollars on one guy for a position you had seven players at already to Go uh, Instead of going after depth for pitching, an actual first baseman, a center fielder that will hit over 200, there were a lot of things you could have spent that money on, but everyone was so enamored with, as you said, the shiny new object.
5: You know, I'm glad that you brought that up, and I'm glad that you have that opinion because I'm the complete opposite opinion. I I think that now that Xander Bogarts is in town and he's signed to the team, I'm just looking forward. Like, There's no reason to look back about his contract, And, and there were some detractors at the time saying that there was too much money being spent, too many years being given out to Xander Bogarts. But at the same time, I think everybody was very excited about Xander Bogart's coming to town.
6: Oh, of course. he's a He is a fantastic player, and he's shown it in spurts this season. But again, because of the wrist injury, he hasn't been able to sustain it. I'm not saying that they spent $270 million on a player that wasn't worth it. I, all I was saying back then and what I'm saying now is that there were $270 million that you could have spent to round this team off a little bit better. Where maybe you're not in this hole that you were in. I agree
5: with that. I agree with that. Um, there, there are. It did. What's the word? Hamstrung. It's sh- hamstrung themselves. Man, I'm using Frank as a dictionary today. It's going to be a long day if that's the case. I'm just going to get my thesaurus up on the computer so I can type in words. Uh, give us a call. Tell us what you're thinking out there. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Jerry, I see you. Stay right there. What do you think needs to happen in order to get this team back in the playoffs? Do you think it's a good thing that this article from Kevin A.C. came out? Uh, do you think this can't be fixed? Do you think this team can go into next year with the same staff around the team? All of those questions I'm looking answers for answers for. Man, I need to learn how to talk, and I'm going to do that in the break on 97.3 The Fan.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
5: We have breaking news here on 97.3 The Fan. Not really breaking news, but Anthony Rendon has finally spoke to reporters up in Anaheim. I don't even know if they're in Anaheim. but Oh,
6: he knows English again?
5: Yes, he said Avila no glass or something like that last time he was asked about things. So um, apparently he said he had a fracture, which the Angels have uh, said that wasn't the case, but he did have a fracture. He declined to say whether or not he'd return next season, only that he's focused on the present. I hate when people say that because you know you're not focused on the present. You are definitely thinking about the future.
6: Angels are going to have a lot of problems coming yes. up soon.
5: The Angels will have a lot of problems. I'm Matt Scraby. That's Frank. He is uh, filling in for me on the board. I'm filling in for Chris Ello. And Tony Gwynn Jr. is down in the Padres Clubhouse right now trying to talk to some of the players and see what's going on after that Kevin AC article was released. Uh, this is... This, you know, this morning, I've been saying all year, nah, when people t- tell me in DMs and stuff, when they say, oh, well, there's got to be clubhouse chemistry. There's got to be. And I keep saying, no, 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 no. Well, no, I'm wrong. So I will fully admit I'm wrong because obviously there are some clubhouse chemistry issues. Um, cohesiveness is another thing that was that was said. And I think that there is a way for this to be fixed, but I just don't know. I just don't know how to get to the fixing. We have to get through this first in order to fix it.
6: Everyone just the entire team should just go play paintball this off season. I just, agree. Just start, just shoot each other. I just shoot tr- each other with paintballs. <sighs> okay, and that'll that'll definitely fix. I have never felt better than actually hitting somebody with a paintball. That that made a lot of anger disappear. Does
5: anybody? Uh... Hear this in case I don't show up to work one day. You know? We got Frank over here telling me that he no, loves to shoot
6: people with paintballs. No, oh no. Uh I said to do trust falls. That works too. A lot less a lot less money to be spent doing a trust Yes, fall. Have
5: you seen the uh which the Jack in the Box commercial where he does the trust fall and they but the people are all enamored by the meal. And so the guy falls off yes. the table. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. All right. This is Gwyneth Chris. I'm Matt Scraby. That's Frank. Let's go to the phones real quick. And then we'll hit traffic after that. Jerry, you've been holding a while. Thank you for holding. What's on your mind today, Jerry?
7: Hey, Scraby. So um, just uh, love the fact that so far is back. And when you had him on, I was just waiting for him to go ahead and be like, you know what was missing? You know what was wrong? It was me. I haven't been here. I'm back. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. We're good. Let's go, San Diego. Ah, uh, oh, that would have been sweet. Honestly, I, <laughs> I think we have been missing him. And something about Trent being at the end, Far being right there, opening it up towards the middle of the innings, they worked so many pitchers. They used to work them so bad that they just had Tatis and Machado. Swinging at the first hit, right after that, and we would get on the board. We would get on base. We would do something. There was a flow. Everybody who was part of that, no hitter team, just everybody. Caratini. I just feel like there's something missing in the in the catcher situation. There's something missing in um and obviously we we're missing some pitchers, but I mean another shout out to Trent. I think he's great. I'm one of his biggest fans. I don't think he should go anywhere. I understand that he has a problem at the bat, but you know what? He brings something to the team that, for some reason, when nobody's hitting, he is. So I think there is a problem with everybody having the same swing. He doesn't have it, and we got to figure out who we can bring in that has a swing like Trent that hits when he does hit because nobody's hitting when he does hit. And I don't have a problem with him not hitting when everybody else is hitting because we're going 10 and something shutting people out, and it's odd to me. But welcome back, ProFar. You're doing great, Scravy.
5: Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate you calling us, Jerry. Uh, you know, Trent Grisham, I, I, I do like Trent Grisham too. Sometimes it's a little frustrating when you see him at the plate and he strikes out with the bases loaded, and that's going to happen to any baseball player. It's not like Trent Grisham's the only one ever to strike out with the bases loaded, but and, and I love his defense. I, I don't want Trent Grisham to go anywhere. I just think that the Padres are going to need something at the bottom of the lineup more than a 200 hitter. And uh, I think that they could upgrade that position somehow. I think Cody Bellinger only did like a one-year deal in Chicago. I saw some rumblings uh, on uh, the rumor I sites.
6: I think it's one year with an option. Let me check. I,
5: okay. Um, yeah, I saw some rumblings on the rumor sites but that he may be interested or they, the Padres may be interested in going after him. Yeah, it was one year, $17.5 million. but And it's a mutual option for 2024. So if he declines and the Cubs – Say yes. It doesn't matter. He's not. He's not going to be with the team anymore. But they both say yes, and he's going to return at twelve million dollars. So Cody Bellinger could be an issue. But I appreciate you calling Jerry, and I appreciate you uh, being able to go out there on a limb for Trent Christian because I haven't really heard that much this year, and I appreciate people who say different things. Also. I don't appreciate people that text me and telling me I need another, I, I have another uh, dictionary word. It's cohesiveness equals cohesion. So thank you, everybody out there, for texting me about my English. Let's go to the traffic report and we'll get to the rest of these phone calls. All right, back in here in the Odyssey Palace 97.3 The fan, Matt Scraby, Frank Marchese, in here right now. Tony Gwynn Jr. is trying to figure out what's, uh, you know, he's trying to get some information down in the clubhouse up at the Oakland Coliseum. But we have, uh, oh, you know who's on the phone? I've met magic at our last event at happy does magic came down and said hello magic how are you
8: i'm doing great guys hey uh great filling in Uh, you guys do a great job filling in so i want to say that first thank you uh guys i am a firm believer that kevin ac just saved san diego padre fans in the franchise because you would have to be an alien from mars and come here and watch the Padres, and not know that there was something going on on that team all year long. And I think what I'm seeing, what he he let the air out of back because the the elephant in the room was everybody, every diehard fan, every sometime fan knew something was going on with that team this year. So what he's did, he's opened up that that ball of wax. We're now. The players can go out right now, and know that it's out there because you think they were going to go in the off season and not be able to handle this. At least he brought it out for people to talk about, and that goes to the manager, that goes to uh, AJ Prowler, all of them. It's out there now. Now they have to deal with it because to me, I think I told you I'm a diehard. East Coast Steeler fan, and I want to see the Padres do well. Yeah. To me, this is the most important offseason, not just in Padres, in this city's history for sports, because if this team, with all these long contracts, doesn't get this straightened out, this could be a long eight, ten-year run of mediocre sports in this fine city of San Diego, and to me, that would be quite embarrassing. And I'll let you go with that.
5: Oh, thank you for calling Magic. That's a that's a really um, wild thing that I've never really thought about. But this being the most important off season in in San Diego sports history, um, I haven't lived in San Diego for the entire time, but. I am a dramatic human being sometimes, and it is important. This is very important this offseason, and figuring out what is wrong with this clubhouse. Or now I'm not even going to pin it on the clubhouse. What is wrong with this team right now? What is wrong with the organization right now? Because obviously something is not working. And, Magic, you saying this is the most important offseason in the city's history for sports, you might be onto something there. And it may be dramatic, and it may be a good, Big thing that I'm saying, couldn't come up with a better word, but I do believe that this could end up going, like you said, it could be a long eight to 10 years with all of these contracts. I don't expect these players to play like this next year. I expect them to play a lot better, but uh, at the same time, the clock is ticking on this team. The window is closing. The window was here and is here, but the window's closing.
6: And I, I, I'm sitting there listening to him. I'm like, yeah, I don't disagree with anything that he's saying. It is it is out there now, and now it has come to a head. And he is right as far as this offseason goes because if you – there are two ways you can go right now. And if you take the wrong way, it is going to be a miserable decade with players the names of Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., it's, it's different if you're going down that road with guys named Kevin Kuzmanoff and Will Venable. Good point. You're dealing with potential Hall of Famers right now. And if you go down the wrong road from here, we've hit that crossroad now. If you go down that crossroad the wrong way, you're going to waste those guys. And you cannot afford to do that with how I, much money you've put into them.
5: I absolutely agree. I don't remember where I read this but it was maybe a month ago and they put it like this, San Diego traded for Juan Soto and gave up their future for three chances at the postseason apple. Three bites of the apple. And they've already they've used one, they got to the NLCS. The second bite is not going to be a good bite cuz they're not going to get to the playoffs.
1: It's
5: it, <laughs> it's yeah, you're going to eat the the worm that's in the apple. Uh next year Hopefully the apple's a little bit tastier.
6: I I made fun of, my uncle's a Cubs fan. I made fun of him so much for that ridiculous Jason Hayward contract. What was it, like seven years, $200 million? I don't know. And all he says is, World Series out of it, don't care. (laughs) That's how a lot of people are going to feel about these trades is, I I got a World Series out of it, I don't care. But we have to win that World Series. You can't waste what you've got right now. 100%
5: One hundred percent agree, let's go back to the phone, Sam and El Cajon. you are on ninety seven three the fan Gwen and Chris. what's on your mind?
8: Hey, guys, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, so I found it interesting in the article that he commented that many didn't believe a culture was important to an organization or a team. Um, he mentioned like is this high school baseball or college baseball or something like that um if he truly feels that way, um, for me, I, I think that's a huge problem. I don't know how he can be a leader of the team if that's how he feels um, when it comes to a culture. Because every good team has a culture, and they have a way of playing Dodger baseball or St. Louis Cardinals baseball or whatever the case may be. So what are your guys' thoughts on his, his uh, answer to that uh
5: you know, question. Yeah, Sam. Thanks for calling in. Um, we talked about it earlier, but it, Tony and I did talk about that. And it was it was concerning for me because the culture to me it, is very important. But he said, "What is this high school baseball?" In a way, he does make a point that they are professionals and they are adults, and this is their livelihood. This is their profession. So they they should be able to play baseball and do it at a high level even if you don't have a culture, but a culture is very important because the more you like the person that's next to you, the more you like the people that are in the room with you, the better things go for you and the team and the more fun you have. And honestly, I know it says, Oh, athletes don't need to have fun. They just need to play. Athletes do need to have fun. Everybody has fun at their job and you come, you, you come home and you feel good about yourself, and then you go back the next day, and you're motivated. But when you're not winning, and there's not much talking, and there's not much, um, there there's not really much perceived life because you know it's just us looking in at them. But I don't see as much life as I would want to see this season.
6: But there's all there's also the fact that there needs to be some level of structure. When he was, ta- I understand. I, I saw you cringe a little bit, but when he mentioned the Dodger way or Dodger baseball and yeah, or cringe. playing <sighs> the Cardinals way, when you become a Cardinal or when you become a Dodger, there is a way that you act. There is a there is a unit already in place, a set of rules that you follow, and a way that you do things. You also have to have that because that melds everyone into a common goal. You can't, it really can't be a free for all. You have to have some way to get together and play in that way. It, no, you're right. It, it, and it's shown successful.
5: You you are right. You, you definitely like, and I don't believe that anyone came into the the Padres clubhouse and is like, you know what? I'm doing my own thing. I don't care no, about all no. of you. That's not what's happening here. What's happening here is that they're losing, and they have a lot of pressure to win. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot on the line. And so when things go bad, things go really bad. When it rains, it pours.
6: But if you have that center, that core value that you that this the team and the clubhouse can get around yeah and that that padre way if you don't have that then it's you're all trying to figure out how to do it on your own you can't you gotta come together come together and we had said it off air before the show starts last year i you could see something remember that that september fall where you're losing three out of four to the nationals at home and you can see something like that starting to starting to show, but they won. They went to the NLCS, so it didn't matter. Yeah, they, You were able to overlook it. Winning solves a lot of these issues. It
5: does, and the NLCS was uh, great for them and everything, but it, it was also sort of a Band-Aid, I think. Um, I, I, it's hard to win in professional sports. And it's hard it's really hard to win in a base in baseball because the season is so long you cannot fake yourself your way along. You can't do it. Like in the NFL, there's a team, like um uh, trying to think of a team that's faking their way along, but I don't know.
6: Jacksonville. Uh,
5: uh I don't know that they're faking I shouldn't have even brought this up, but the NFL, like there are teams that can win ten games, make the playoffs, but not deserve to be there. Oh, Dallas. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dallas. Um, And in baseball, it's just such a long season that you're really only going to get the guys that are are you going to get the teams that deserve to be there
6: well the top half of the league at least with the expanded playoffs
5: yes the top <laughs> half of the league with the expanded playoffs which usually the 49ers are the best in the in the NFL so we'll see maybe not the best in the NFL because they haven't got
6: to the super bowl or I'm a it. giant fan I can't say much right at this moment yeah yeah you can't say much
5: Matt Scraby, that's frank this is 973 to fan we are going to Chris versus the fans. I didn't realize it was already 4 o'clock. 833-288-0973. If you want to play against Dave Marcus for a qualification to a trip to Las Vegas, that's what is happening when we get back on 97.3 The Fan.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.